I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello, all of you beautiful people. Jules here for WhatCulture.com. And you know what? The movie business is a slippery and cutthroat customer. There is no doubt about that. But have you ever stopped to consider that there are actually so many times where actors have been tricked into taking roles? I know that sounds weird, right? But there have been so many underhanded tactics used by people in order to get signatures on the line, and we're going to detail some of them for you today. As I'm Jules, this is WhatCulture.com, and these are 10 ridiculous ways that actors were tricked into movie roles. Number 10. Suicide Squad Jared Leto was convinced by the original vision. So Jared Leto and pretty much everyone who went to go and see Suicide Squad were tricked quite heavily by its advertising. The trailers presented his oddball Joker as being a principal character, but he wound up with less than 10 minutes of screen time. Leto made the rounds, heavily promoting the film as a must-see summer event, all under the assumption that most of his scenes had made it into the final cut. He gloated about his revolting behaviour on set, also while managing to avoid addressing the huge amount of hate that his character's look had received. So, of course, Leto was pretty miffed with the final result and has even admitted to feeling tricked into doing the role. It was the first role that he took after his Academy Award win for Dallas Buyers Club and had claimed that the film pitched to him was nothing like the end result. According to Leto, he believed that he'd signed on for a higher art kind of blockbuster in the vein of Christopher Nolan's Batman films. Unsettled by the overwhelming negative reception to the costume and aesthetic choices of the film, Leto persevered and unfortunately turned out possibly the lamest work of his career. At one point during filming, Leto was promised his own Joker movie, but the writing was on the wall once a Joker movie starring Joaquin Phoenix hit cinemas. Leto was never informed of these developments until their public announcement and has not played the Joker again. Number 9. Dogville Paul Bettany was promised a 24-hour party set. When asked why he joined the cast of Lars von Trier's Dogville, Paul Bettany blamed co-star and friend Stellan Skarsgård. Now, Skarsgård had fibbed that life on the set here was like a 24-hour party, a wonderful once-in-a-lifetime kind of experience. But after turning up to shoot, however, Bettany realized that he'd been the victim of a cruel prank. A grim, experimental film studying the rise of evil in a small town, Dogville has been hailed as both a masterpiece and also being completely unwatchable depending on who you ask. Controversial as ever, Von Trier was apparently incredibly unpleasant to his actors, and Bessany himself has never actually watched the film, citing the misery of his experience on set as being why. When asked what he thought about Von Trier's direction, Bettany revealed he just stands there and says, Louder! Louder! Do it louder! That's the extent of your collaboration. Bettany eventually confronted Skarsgård about the trickery, with the latter admitting that the film was a struggle and that he wanted to have a friend on set. Several of the films on this list proved to be career lowlights for the actors involved, and Dogville is quite the exception. 
Whilst it may have been a grim undertaking to work on, the final product is actually fascinating and a gritty piece of tragic cinema. Bettany turns in an excellent performance to boot, even if it did come at the expense of his well-being for quite a while. Number 8. Moonstruck Cher's agent tricked her into not quitting Veteran singer and occasional actress Cher bagged her one and only little gold man for her work on the classic rom-com Moonstruck. Despite the overwhelming success the role brought her, Cher suffered a bad case of cold feet in pre-production and wanted to pull out of the film. Her agent, however, told a little fib, informing Cher that if she wanted to quit, she'd have to do a face-to-face meeting with the producers. While she did attend the meeting, its results were nothing like its intentions. Scared of how they might react and what it could do to her professional reputation, Cher backed down and went ahead with the role, which is actually a good thing too, otherwise we'd have never known what great chemistry she had with a one-handed 20-something version of Nicolas Cage. Reminiscing about how it all went down, she explained, The only thing I can remember is waving goodbye to them in the elevator after the meeting and saying, I'm so excited, I can't wait until we start. While lying is of course wrong at every level, one can't help but feel that her agent actually did her a favour with this one. Number 7. Yves Montand was convinced to screen test as a stand-in Franco-Italian actor and singer Yves Montand was 65 when he deemed himself much too youthful to portray a manipulative patriarch of a fading family. Now, director Claude Berry remained vigilant, determined to cast a veteran crooner opposite some big-name stars that he'd already accrued. But in order to finally net him, the director concocted a devious strategy, and that was under the false pretense of helping another actor screen test for a role. And thanks to this, Montand agreed to don the old man makeup required for the character. Impressed with how convincing he looked, he then backtracked and agreed to take the part. Relieved that he'd finally broken down the age-related wall and netted his ideal performer, the director finally commenced filming. Sadly, though, the setbacks didn't end there, seeing as Montand's wife passed away during filming. Still, he continued on with the shoot, and even stayed on to film the sequel, And even though he was going through a personal terrible crisis, the work that he put out is undeniably fantastic. Number 6. Gone Girl Tyler Perry wasn't told who David Fincher was Soon after Gone Girl's release, co-star Tyler Perry revealed that he wouldn't have actually performed in the film had he known what he was signing up for. Completely unaware of Gillian Flynn's best-selling novel and the previous work of director David Fincher, Perry only did the film under orders from his agent. Kept in the dark about the film's sinister content until it was too late, Perry admitted, If I had known who David Fincher was and his body of work, or if I'd known the book was so popular, I would have said no, and my agent knew that, he didn't tell me until after I signed on. Devoid of any wholesome morals or the chance to dress up as a crazy old lady, the film was a vast departure from Perry's typical line of work. But despite being irritated by the trickery, Perry enjoyed his time on set and was impressed with the final product. Number 5. Garfield Bill Murray thought the movie was being made by the Coen brothers. Twelve months after one of his finest performances in Lost in Translation, Bill Murray became the voice of Garfield. Now, the decision seemed a bit of a head-scratcher to many at the time. Murray was on a hot streak and had just bagged a Golden Globe. To follow up with a less-than-stellar tale of a cat and his love of lasagna was just plain foolish for many. Well, a Reddit AMA revealed all when Bill Murray cited two very similarly named talents in Hollywood. Joel Cohen and Joel Cohen. Joel Cohen is, of course, half of the legendary Cohen brothers duo and the director of modern classics such as The Big Lebowski and No Country for Old Men. But Joel Cohen is the writer of several light, rather forgettable family flicks such as Cheaper by the Dozen, Daddy Day Camp, and, of course, Garfield. 
Murray signed on under the assumption that he was working with the Cohen over the Cohen. He soon realized his mistake, though, but unfortunately by that point, it was much too late. Despite Murray making clear several times that he wanted to do the film due to him being a fan of the Cohen brothers, no one actually bothered to correct his mistake. Despite citing his disdain for the quality of the script, Murray curiously returned for a sequel. Perhaps the paychecks ease the sting of this one. Number 4. X-Men Origins Wolverine Ryan Reynolds was promised a solo Deadpool movie. The Merc without a mouth. It's uh, not as catchy, is it? Apparently the folks over at Fox would like to disagree, though, cruelly handing us a mouthless laser beam shooting Deadpool for Wolverine to decapitate. So Ryan Reynolds was signed on for a Deadpool film all the way back in 2008. According to the man himself, the studio bluntly told him, play Deadpool in this movie or we'll get someone else to do it. Worried about losing his dream project, Reynolds begrudgingly agreed to appear in this film, still under the illusion of a proper Deadpool film that would follow soon after. Instead, Fox dropped the project entirely, citing a perceived lack of general interest in a Wade Wilson adventure. Now, one can't help but feel that interest would have been slightly higher had they not butchered the character worse than Mincemeat in his first bloody appearance. With the project seemingly gone forever, Reynolds moved to DC, where he gave us a, uh, well, very Ryan Reynolds-like Hal Jordan taking on a floating poo cloud in a Green Lantern movie. Fortunately for everyone, though, old Deadpool test footage leaked to a positive response, renewing interest in the original project. Eight years after he first signed on, Reynolds finally got his Deadpool film. And while this one does indeed have a happy ending, it doesn't change the fact that Reynolds was pressured into taking a bad role under false pretenses. At least Fox corrected their mistake eventually. Number 3. The Watcher A friend forged Keanu Reeves' signature So one year after the release of this critical dud, star Keanu Reeves revealed that he'd actually been tricked into taking the role. The victim of an exceptionally good signature forgery, Reeves resentfully went ahead with filming over a long, drawn-out legal battle. Directed by one of his real-life friends, the film depicts Reeves as a sadistic serial killer in a cat-and-mouse game with FBI's James Spader. Rumors circulated at the time of production that Reeves was unhappy with his once minor role becoming a central part of the film. Already feeling duped, It was believed that Keanu exploded upon discovering that Spader was earning $1.5 million more for the project. Letting it all out in an interview with the Calgary Sun, Reeves instead revealed, I never found the script interesting, but a friend of mine forged my signature on the agreement. (laughs) With friends like these, who needs bloody enemies? Reeves flatly refused to promote the film in any capacity upon its release in 2000. His face was not captured on any of the promotional materials, and he's rarely spoken of it since. Fortunately for the future John Wick, Battlefield Earth also came out that year, ensuring that he and just about every nominee not in Battlefield Earth was actually safe from bagging a Razzie win. Number 2. Stop or My Mum Will Shoot Arnold Schwarzenegger goaded Sly Stallone into signing on Now surely this has to be the darkest moment in Sylvester Stallone's career, right? This near-unwatchable attempt at a comedy depicts Stallone and his mum, which is played questionably by Estelle Getty, in a cops and crooks hijinks film that we'd rather forget. Stallone has admitted his immense regret in taking the part, quite rightly labelling it one of the worst films in the entire solar system, including alien productions that we've never even seen. Coming off the comedy flop Oscar, Stallone continued his dry spell with this Razzie winner thanks to another certain action hero. Now, while the two are amigos these days, there was a time where Stallone and seven-time Mr. Olympia Arnold Schwarzenegger were competitive rivals. 
Bussing heads for the same bicep-flexing, gun-toting roles non-stop, Arnie decided to pull a fast one on his enemies. Schwarzenegger started a rumor that he was actually highly interested in this part, believing it would be a future hit. Worried that he'd lose yet another viable project to the Terminator, Stallone moved in and quickly signed on the dotted line. And thus he gave to the world, stop or my mum will shoot. Brilliant. Cheers, mate. And number one, movie 43, everybody was conned. The most star-studded piece of unwatchable trash ever to disgrace cinema, Movie 43 duped the likes of Hugh Jackman, Richard Gere, Kate Winslet, Halle Berry, Chris Pratt and Emma Stone into just utterly embarrassing themselves. While most studios were sensible enough to reject the script, Relativity Media foolishly blew $6 million on the rights, beginning a bizarre conspiracy to net as many A-listers as possible into blemishing their filmographies. Producer Charles B. Wessler spent several years securing actors' involvement, using his friendships, contacts, and rather questionable promises to lure them in. Many stars, Richard Gere in particular, attempted to pull out when they realized what this film actually was, and co-director Peter Farrelly even admitted they clearly wanted out, but we wouldn't let them. The strategy was simple. Wait for them, shoot what they wanted to shoot, guilt them to death. The majority of the stars involved were completely unaware of what the film involved beyond the sketch that they were performing in. Upon its release, many of them disowned the film and refused to promote it, laying low for a little while and just hoping that this would all blow over. Tasteless, joyless, gross and above all else, boring, Movie 43 served as a career low for way too many talents at the time. All in all, they should have just followed George Clooney's examples when he was approached and he responded with, no f***ing way. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.